This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. Doug Ford is in the house, and as promised, we are mostly going to be a direct line to him. The numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. I'm not going to be talking too much, but maybe just a little. Doug is here after a week where the latest polls showed that his PC party lost a little bit of ground. A new survey out today from Ipsos shows the NDP nipping at their heels with 35% to the PC's 40%. However, Doug, as you tweeted earlier today, you had a gift from a very unlikely source. Hydro One, no question those hefty raises they voted themselves are like manna from heaven for your campaign. Uh, Though the NDP said the PC rally outside their annual general meeting was just for show because you aren't willing to buy back Hydro One. So welcome. Thanks for being here. And Thanks, Libby. Let's start with Hydro One. <laughs> well, it's pretty pretty appalling and it's shameful that uh, after the $6 million man gave himself a $1.4 million bonus and then gave all his cronies, all the, all the executives, $14 million of, of the people's money. Gave him $14 million of the people's money, and then the board goes out and gives themselves a $25,000 pay increase for a part-time job. They're all making $160,000 a year, and then they bumped it up to $185,000. Who does that? They've lost 14% in the market. Like, when you're losing money, you don't start bonusing people out, and they just totally disrespect the, the taxpayers. I've heard absolutely nothing from Andrew Horvath, nothing from Kathleen Wynne. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, <coughs> Peter Tabbins called you a hypocrite on these issues uh, because you aren't going to or you have not committed to buy back Hydro One. And he said that uh, because of your time on Build Toronto, uh, when they dramatically increased the pay for executives. Yeah, well, see, that, that that's just disingenuous. He didn't even sit there. He didn't know. We didn't increase it drastically whatsoever. We're looking at the taxpayers' money here. The number one issue, the number one issue right now is hydro. No matter if I go to small businesses or talk to the average person, when they come to me in tears, absolutely in tears, with their hydro bill saying, I either can't afford my rent or I can't afford put, putting food on my table. As we speak, on June the 1st, they bumped this forward. On June the 1st, there's going to be thousands of people that get their hydro cut off. As up in Sudbury, there's 600 seniors and families that were getting their hydro cut off. That's just Sudbury 600. Just imagine across the province. These people don't care about the taxpayers. They care about lining their own pockets, feathering their own nests. When you start handing out $14 million of bonuses, paying yourself a $1.4 million bonus, and then have a backroom deal to double their compensation if they get fired to $10 million, 
that's disgusting. And on top of it, then after, after I've been hammering them for two months, they have the gall to vote themselves a pay increase for a part-time job. What do they meet? A half a dozen times a year? The board, and, and they're making $185,000 a year. They don't care about uh, little Miss Jones or Mr. Jones that can't pay their hydro bills and they're struggling out there and companies are struggling to pay their hydro bills. Uh, highest hydro costs in North America. Uh, again, that's shameful and it's disgusting. I've never seen anything like it. They just, they just don't stop these characters. But on June the 7th, the CEO is gone, the board is gone, and it will send a clear message to the rest of the high-paid bureaucrats, you better start respecting the taxpayers' money. And uh, would you consider buying it back? Well, we'd sit down and consider uh, looking at uh, possibly getting majority ownership. Keep in mind who put us in this spot. I would have never sold Hydro. It's our best asset. Uh, Kathleen Wynn, again, after the election, didn't mention anything of selling Hydro. After all these years of us owning it, she goes off and uh, sells it, and now the money's gone. The money's gone into the big black hole down at Queen's Park, and uh, it's a totally, totally unacceptable. Okay, before I get to the phones, I want to start mm. with an email question uh, from Jim McPhail, and he describes himself as a new PC member. Mm -hmm. And he says, I was hoping for some real fiscal ideas from the party, so my question to Doug is, can we get some real ideas and numbers on how we save money that will better manage taxpayer money and offer opportunities for a greener society. Um, he says he's tired of the same messages like finding efficiencies. He wants some details. Well, we've been rolling out uh, details over the last uh, month about our platform of reducing the middle income uh, tax. We're reducing it by 20% for anyone earning anywhere from 43 up to $85,000 a year. We're going to reduce their taxes. Anyone earning minimum wage will have a tax credit of $850. We're going to make sure we reduce hydro rates by 12%. So what we're doing, we're actually putting money back into people's pockets instead of the government's pocket. People are sick and tired. Every time they stick their hand in their pocket, they have Kathleen Wynne's hand in one pocket, put their hand in their other pocket, they have Justin's, Justin Trudeau's hand in the other pocket, and they're just tired of being gouged. You, you see that, you know, uh, the, the Candid Goose. Candid Goose, and great company, by the way. I love them. There's nothing against Candid Goose because I think they have a great product. But uh, endless government employees get Candid Goose jackets. How? It's 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 unbelievable. Well, and how, how, yeah, it, it was unbelievable when I heard that. So, you know, folks, you want a candid goose jacket, you just belong to the government and you get one. Uh, people uh, get free car washes, just simple things. But we're going to make sure that we drive efficiencies. When my, my friend Jim, if you're listening, when the Auditor General says, and she hasn't even dug deep into it, that she can find a billion dollars, uh, I believe the Auditor General, when... We bring in a third-party auditing firm to go line item by line item through every ministry. I can assure you, I can assure you, uh, we can find four cents on the dollar. Okay, here's my question about your four cents, right? Yes. You've said you're not laying anybody off. That's correct. correct. Okay, 85% of the provincial budget is salaries. So you have to find 
that 4% out of the remaining 15%, which makes it more like uh, 25% plus. Well, we're, we're going to disagree on 85% is, is salaries. I, I don't believe that's accurate. If you add up all the construction and infrastructure and, and everything else and the procurement, uh, it's a lot more, uh, Libby, than 15%. Just procurement alone is uh, more than 15% if you add up everything we, we buy in all the ministries. But, uh, again, I heard the same story. So it's not 85? I, no, Do you know not. what it is? You know, I, I think it's closer to about 50, 55, but let's confirm that. Let, let's just confirm okay. that. I'm not uh, quoting it. But in saying that, I heard the same old, same old stories when we went down to the city. You can't find money. You're going to do this. Well, let me remind everyone. We went down to the city, found over a billion. It's $1,160,000 for the taxpayers. A lot of people and, dispute those numbers. Well, but again, yeah. and the, the people that dispute it didn't sit on budget, like myself and Mike Delgrand, and maybe you should have Mike Delgrand in here, the budget chief, to run through the numbers. We saved over a billion dollars for the taxpayers. Not one person got laid off. And we heard the same story. You can't find the savings. So anyone out there, do you truly believe the government of Ontario, with all the scandals of the billions and billions and billions of dollars wasted and all the backroom deals, you can't find four cents on every dollar the government spends? It just <laughs> give me a break. I'll, I'll sit here all day and and debate that. That's I, just. Uh, I have one more question before I get to the phones, and it has to do with health care, and it yes. has to do with your promise not to lay people off. That's correct. There are uh, groups of doctors mm-hmm. who believe that one of the big problems is there are now more administrators than frontline workers. There is an mm-hmm. entire level these LINs that were created in 2007, I believe, Uh, their administration, uh, people say they're politicized. I I personally haven't even quite figured out what Mm -hmm. they do. They now have sub-LINs, and some people say they should just be gone. Do you have a view on that? Well, I'm always a strong believer. I'm like a lot of politicians. Politicians sit at Queen's Park, they sit in the bubble, and they think they're the smartest in the world, I believe, in getting the frontline people involved, which I have. We have Dr. Ruben Devlin heading up our healthcare team. And he does he former, have a view on? He has. He's the former CEO of Humber River I, Hospital. I understand that. But and has we're, he? We're going to be rolling out. We have another uh, twenty. It was twenty-three, twenty-two days left. Uh, we're going to continue rolling out our platform on healthcare, which is a, a incredible platform. And we're going to get the nurses involved and the doctors. So who better to tell us how to find efficiencies in the health system? And there is, because every doctor I talk to says there's layers of efficiencies. And let me give you one example. But, but if you get rid of administration, 15, you will lay people off. Well, let's, let's, let's talk about this. So 15 years ago, before the liberals came in, there was six deputy assistant uh, uh, ministers for, of, of health. What are we up to? 22 now? Again, layers and layers of admin. So let's take a look at it. And uh, I can tell you one thing. We're going to deliver a better health care system than uh, what's, what you've seen in the last 15 years of anywhere from four to 12-hour waits. I call it hallway health care. There's zero accountability right now, right across the board. But uh, it's again, a free-for-all. if you have to get rid of that admin, that means people will have to go. Well, again, I want to sit down and look at the numbers before we do anything. We know that they're cooking the books on the taxpayer. We know that she, uh, Kathleen Wynne said there was $6.5 billion of a deficit. And we know she was cooking the books through the Auditor General, found another $5.5 billion. That's the difference. We'll, we'll find out when we get in there and take a look at the books. Okay, uh, let's go to the phones. Wayne in Thamesville. Hi, Wayne. 
Hi, good morning, or good afternoon, Libby and uh, Doug. How you doing, Wayne? Not bad at all. Our, uh, the, uh, I'm a Monty McNaughton person. Now, Monty's a great but, guy. Uh, our liberal candidates all bailed out. They're gone. They're, they're, they've left the show, so I guess so the NDP and uh, PC can fight it out. Oh, well, here, but uh, these guys, uh, like, when and that have rocks in their heads, eh? Um, I mean, it would be nice. They sold the hydro, but it would be nice to, uh, like, buy back the 407 and, and hydro. But uh, these guys went out, and, and I think, is it a U.S. company they bought, Doug, for about $6 million bucks. Yeah. Well, a billion, rather. Yeah, yeah, so they, they were trying to go down. Are we talking hydro on this one? Yeah, the hydro. Yeah, so hydro. This is a big scam, Wayne. With uh, coal-fired plants. Yeah, so they're about. uh, This is unbelievable, folks. You you listen to this one. So, not only is it bad enough that uh, he's handing out millions of dollars of your hard-earned tax dollars to bonus everyone out and all the hydro executives and gives himself a 1.4 million dollar year bonus, but uh, he he goes out and looks at a U.S. coal-fired plant, and it's it's. I, I couldn't believe when I heard it. They gave $50 million of your money over to U.S. executives. So your hard-earned tax dollars, folks, are going to well, U.S. They, executives. they said it was from shareholders, not it, from it taxpayers. Was a buy, it, it's, a, it's, it's a buyout. When we're, when we're the majority shareholder, it's coming from our pockets. When we're paying the bills, it's coming from our pockets. And again... That guy has to go. The board has to go. We have to get in some responsible people. And believe me, my friends, the lineup is from here down the street on capable people that can run hydro a lot more efficiently and respect the taxpayers. Right now, they're just snubbing their nose in everyone's face, especially today. Hey, Doug. Yes, Wayne. If, uh, before I, I leave you guys, um, you know the uh, the 401 there and all that. and. Yes. Uh, like, every time I go up there, it takes me two hours, maybe three, to get through Toronto, right? Yes. Now, is there any way that at least cut a deal with the 407 where it, it's not going to be that much money? But the 407 is empty all the time, it seems. Yeah, because it costs a fortune. Series. Wayne, thanks for your call. that was a big call. mistake. I'll, I'll tell you that uh, selling that, off that 407 was a big mistake. Mike Harris. I know. I've told mm-hmm. Mike. Hey, listen, I've told Mike. I'm a straight shooter. That was a mistake. Simple as that. Uh, I'm not selling our, our assets. That, that's what it comes down to. Okay, let's go to Ron in Guelph. Hi, Ron. Hello there. Uh, Hi, Ron. Uh, yes, uh, Doug. Um, uh, I've got a couple of questions. It looks like now that um, Kathleen Wynne is running in a solid third place, mm-hmm. um, not so solid. your policies are going to be such that uh, now we're, we're faced with uh, Andrea Horwath, and I... I I, hopefully you guys have got some policies, because I'd hate to see another disaster like we had under Bob Ray in the early 90s. That was a disaster, all right. Unemployment soared, welfare soared. It was a, you know, a deficit soared. It was, it was terrible under uh, the It was the a NDP. bad economy, too. It was, you know, something they helped. They helped it, and it would be an absolute disaster to have the NDP. I, I say the liberals are a disaster. Just imagine the NDP. It'd even be worse. We're the most indebted region in the entire world. Largest subnational debt in the world at $346 billion. The, all they want to do, they're the same, Ron, they're the same people, different faces, same policies, different faces, spend, 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 tax, tax, tax. That's all the liberals and NDP know how to do. We need to be fiscally responsible and start respecting the taxpayers. Okay, Ron, thanks for your call. Uh, 
Speaking of the NDP, so uh, mm -hmm. they seem to be uh, shooting up uh, very quickly. And Andrea Horvath's personal popularity is is big, and, and the Liberals seem to be sinking. So how are you coping with that on the campaign? Well, again, yeah, they're, they're the same same people. If you look at the policies of the NDP and the Liberals, uh, they're exactly the same. And don't get hoodwinked, my friends, because you think we're in trouble now. We are in trouble. We're in massive trouble, financial trouble, this province right now. Just imagine the disaster it would be if the NDP were in. Look at what's very simply, look at the gas prices out in BC. They throw this carbon tax on, this cap and trade. We're going to be paying $2, $2 a gallon, uh, $2 a liter, I should say, uh, if the NDP are in or if the Liberals continue. So it's up to the people. They either want a strong economy, they want money back in their pocket, they want their hydro rates reduced, taxes reduced, get the economy moving like they've never seen before, or you can go back to being in debt, your grandchildren being in debt, high taxes, high hydro rates. Uh, it's all their cronyism. And a perfect example was uh, Ramsey Hart, one of her candidates. So Andrea Horvath... One second she's up north with the mining folks saying, yeah, I'm taking care of the mining folks. And then she has Ramsey Hart, one of her candidates. His whole career was shutting down mines, and he'd celebrate when people lost their jobs. So, Andrea, who are you? Are you the environmental establishment that's downtown, the extremists? I call them environmental extremists downtown that she listens to. Or are you for the working people? You can't have it two ways. You can't have one person trying to close the mines down and forestry, and then going back to your environmental extremists downtown and listening to them. Okay, let's go to Dave in Toronto. Hello, Dave. Hello, how you doing? Hi, Hi. Dave. How you doing? Good. Well, uh, Rob, let me just say to you that, uh, you know, these little platitudes that you've got, oh, we got taxpayer and all, like, I don't want to hear that. I want to hear substance. And as all I hear from you is this wind that's coming my way and everybody else's because it appears that you're trying to say the right things, but you're not giving us any substance. I want to know where you're going to get the money to do all these things that you say you're going to do. Because well, at this point in time, all you've talked about is finding out $6 billion in savings. So Dave, okay, Dave, Dave let him answer. Sorry. Let that's all right, answer. Dave. Fair, fair enough question. You know, that's a fair question, Dave. Dave, do you think this government of Ontario are running efficiently? You know what? I think that they have certainly given the people of Ontario something for their money. So something, something that more than Mike Harris did when he sold off our assets, like the 407, yep, and that we're enough. continuing with. So, so, yes, you know what? Like, do I like everything that they're doing? The answer is absolutely not. But yeah. let me just say to you that the people of Ontario have benefited. And, you know, you talk yeah. about getting the economy yeah. going. We've got the best economy in, in, in the country right now. Okay. And you so, failed to mention that. Well, let, let, me, let me just uh, speak on a couple of those points, Dave. If you think you've had your money's worth when there's a billion and a half dollars of the gas plant scandal that's totally wasted to buy a couple votes in Mississauga, if you think that's efficient, I respect every that. That's fine. Part, every every single think, party. Okay, if, just hear me out. Let, let, let me just finish that one. You asked, Go ahead, you asked Dave. <laughs> every single party voted to shut down those gas plants. Okay. Every single one, including well, the Tories. Well, actually, so they didn't, you know but... what? 
You got some blame there. They didn't, okay. actually. But uh, anyways, Dave, Dave, Dave I'm, I'm going to let uh, Doug respond now. Thanks for your call. Well, I'm fair question from, from Dave. Yeah, if he absolutely. believes that a billion and a half dollar gas plants uh, were accept, acceptable, if he believes that the hydro uh, CEO should be making $6 million when Quebec Hydro is making 550000 if he thinks that's wise, wisely spent, that's that's his choice. If he thinks the backroom deals at hydro of doubling a pay at $10 million, if that's good, that's his opinion. If he thinks $8 billion of e-health uh, you know, being wasted, still not working, $8 billion of your hard-earned money for e-health uh, is good money spent, well, that's his choice. If he, if he thinks Presto cards, the, the millions of dollars that are wasted on, on the Presto system, that's, that's his choice. But I, I can sit here all day, Dave, and point out how they've mismanaged your money, all the backroom deals that have been happening, all the cronyism lining the pockets of all their buddies and liberal insiders and liberal establishment. If you think that's good, Dave, I respect it. You have your choice. If you want to increase your taxes, if I get in, you send me your address, and uh, you're one of those that believe that uh, maybe spending more money and wasting tax dollars money is a good thing. That's your choice. We live in a democracy. I don't. And there's, I'll tell you, there's hundreds of thousands, if not millions, that think that uh, we've been squandering the money. And if you think paying $12 billion a year and servicing the largest debt in the entire world, think of that. We're, we're supposed to be good money managers, and we have the largest debt in the entire world, $346 billion. That's the largest subnational debt in the world. If you think that's smart, Dave... Well, God bless you. Good for you. Okay, Linda in Scarborough. Hi, Linda. Hi, how are you today? Fine, how are you? Hi, Linda. Good. I have a few questions for Doug. And I, uh, the first thing I'd like to say is I think all three parties promise a lot, and I don't think they're going to be able to come through with, with all of it. I was a nurse for 50 years, Doug. Yes. And I lived in Sudbury for 40 years. Mm-hmm. And you know yourself, when Mike Harris was in, they closed hospitals. 28 hospitals were closed by Mike Harris, who was a PC. Sudbury went from three hospitals to one. I was an OR manager who also was in charge of post-anesthetic care room. I also had, at that point, to take on ICU and ambulatory care because they were cutting staff. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's going to happen. If you make promises like that, you have to be able to have a plan that substantiates the money that you're going to be not spending. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I think you're, you're wrong, I think um, the salaries actually are a mainstay of any uh, institution. I think probably it's more close to 70% for salaries. Um, the number of nurses that were there at that time were 6,000 nurses, 7,000 beds closed. So it's, it's just a matter of... of the su- even the subway done. The subway is $5 billion. I believe it'll be in, in uh, 2020, whenever they're going to start doing it. That was free money that we could have gotten from the government LRT. But instead, we decided to go with the subway. I live in Scarborough now. The buses now are going back and forth to Scarborough Town okay, Center. Linda, please get to your question, because uh, Doug has to leave very shortly. So oh, I'm so sorry. Question. Your question? Okay, my question is... Why did we refuse to take a free LRT from the government and decide to spend $5 billion of taxpayers' dollars to put the subway in? That's one of my questions. And how are you going to do the health care healthcare efficiencies? Okay, so I'll start off with the health care. Uh, just to answer your, your question, uh, under Kathleen Wynne, there's been 1,600 nurses uh, uh, laid off, fired. Uh, there have been uh, hundreds of beds uh, throughout the province uh, that we've lost under under Kathleen Wynne. 
and the healthcare is an absolute disaster. It's a mess. Uh, we've spent eight billion dollars in fourteen years uh, on on e health. Uh, that's unacceptable. Now let's go to transit. Uh, the people of Scarborough that I have a passion for. They've had two subway stations and 630,000 people. If you want to throw Victoria Park in there, they have three subway stations for 630,000 people. So there's a two-tier system right now out in Scarborough. The people out in Scarborough, you can stand outside with the LRT and freeze your backsides off all winter, and let's not worry about it. But the other part of the city, you get nice, warm, underground transit, underground LRTs along Eglinton. Uh, so there's, there's a double standard here. Uh, we had a fully funded subway system, three stops in, in Scarborough, uh, funded by the federal government, provincial, and the municipal government. And now they've turned this uh, into a one-stop uh, subway, which I don't agree with. We need to complete the loop along Shepherd, uh, over to Don Mills, and along Eglinton. We're going to build subways. We have to build them for the next 100 years. Uh, LRTs, uh, I'm sorry, but they're the most efficient way of getting around, and it's a two-tier system for the people of Scarborough. People of Scarborough have been paying enough taxes. They should be respected like everyone else. It's not a two-tier system we have uh, when I'm in office. Right now, there's a two-tier system, one for Scarborough and one for the rest of the city. But it's what we're paying fair. for one subway is kind of crazy. Again, they've, they've overinflated. So let, let's let's talk about the numbers. I love when people talk numbers with me. Did you know the new line that went up to Highway 7, the York-Spadina line? Did you realize those, uh, as I say, the big Taj Mahal uh, subway stations? Do you understand they went over $1.2 billion over budget? Who's keeping an eye on this? So would you rather have uh, big Taj Mahal subway stations with these big pieces of artwork with a couple hundred thousand dollars in there, or would you like a couple extra kilometers of subway? Uh, 99% of the people I talk to, they'd rather have a couple extra kilometers of subways rather than wasting $1.2 billion. And by the way, the workers haven't even been paid for it either. The TTC's holding on to their money, not paying them. Uh, TTC, they messed up, and uh, they went over budget $1.2 billion, just on the subway stations, by the way. So you run something more efficiently, uh, you're, you're going to get your money's worth. If you don't, then it's at the end of the day, the taxpayers are the ones that are going to pay the price, and they're going to pay dearly. Okay, uh, your campaign manager is getting up, and we promised that we would let you go at 1230, Doug. So thank you so much for thank being you. here. You can see we didn't uh, nearly get to all the calls. Will you come back? I'd love to come back because I I love uh, taking your calls. And my friends, you have a very clear choice. You're either going to look at more taxes, high hydro rates, and or you're going to look at someone, myself, that's going to put money back in your pocket. And I always say a new day will dawn, a day of prosperity, growth, and opportunity this province has never seen before once we take office on June the 7th. Okay. Thank you. Doug Ford, PC leader, thank you so much for being with it. Thank you. And uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back after this. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads. 
Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.